Welcome to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes and in Him, amen. And this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. participate in the show, we invite you to submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. This is Jeff, and yesterday we started off with our interview with Tony and Sherry Ingracia with Power of Purity Ministries. So without further ado, here is Tony and Sherry Ingracia with powerofpurity.org. And if, if anybody's interested in the topic of homosexuality, what does God say about homosexuality, there's a session at the Power of Purity website, and uh, it's there if you want to check it out. Well, I, I'm so happy to hear that, I, and I would encourage anybody dealing with homosexuality, transgenderism, uh, lesbianism, any of those things, that what we've been talking about up to this point, though we have not mentioned that, applies because the same sexual sin that's engaged in pornography heterosexual pornography uh, heterosexual marriage adultery it's the same that's right it, it may not be the same uh, particulars but it's the same root issues typically right that that's we're right with mm-hmm. and it's the same power of God that redeemed both of you redeemed me and will redeem you the listener who wherever you are whatever the sexual so don't let the label scare you even come to god come to christ and and he says he will he will free you he will um wash you he will cleanse your conscience he will cause you to walk victoriously if we That's will right. and god god can do for us, what we could never do for ourselves. Amen. And and, that, and I meant to bring that up too, because you you brought up the self will before. You know, I promise, and I'm not going to. Yeah, and then that three days later, it doesn't work like, too good. Yeah, right. It doesn't. And 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 that just gives glory to God in saying that it's we can do nothing meaningful or substantive or in any length of measure without Him. That's right. He's the. He's the for key. by grace are you saved through faith, not and both. that not of yourself. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, two more questions. We're we're over time, but we're just gonna. I'm gonna try and put as much of this up as we can. I hope all of you listening are are greatly encouraged. Um, Tony, I noticed that you had a series up on your site, and I didn't get to listen to all of it. It was about um, the difference in sexual appetites. Now, I want to assume that there's no overt baggage, or maybe no baggage at all. Maybe this is. Um, uh, biological, physiological uh, accident, whatever it is, sickness, I don't know. But let's just say there's one who, you know, could go a year, and even that would be, I just don't, you know, I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's age, maybe it's diabetes, maybe, you know. Right. And then the other one is like a raging lion saying, I, you know, I desire you. And it's a holy desire. It's right. it's a wife or a husband, you know. What do you, 
how do you work through that? Can you give a short answer to that? Sure, I'll share a couple thoughts. Um, My first thought is that I would advocate that this is true almost without exception. For virtually every couple, there will be a higher sex partner and a lower sex partner. A a person that wants more sex, a person that wants less sex. So that I would suggest that if a couple's going to be healthy together, and again, I I guess I, I keep promoting my website, but but in my conference, I do a teaching that I call the Sexual Alliance, and I think it's an incredibly important teaching that a married couple is going to have to work together and find what works for them, what I might call a, uh, a sexual equilibrium, so that, for example, if the husband would like sex every single day, that's how much I want sex. I would like sex every single day. And the wife would be okay once a month. And she could take it or leave it even once a month. Well, that is a recipe for a lot of hurt and pain and confusion and disappointment. And it's where a lot of couples find themselves with this great disparity. So I would advocate that if a couple is going to be healthy together, then they're going to have to do the work necessary in order to find this sexual equilibrium or a sexual alliance with one another so that in this case, for example, in my metaphorical couple, Mm -hmm. they might decide, okay, we're going to try to have a rhythm of once a week. We'll have sex once a week. Now, in order to do that, both partners have to sacrifice because he wants it every day. Mm -hmm. So, dude, you're going to have to sacrifice for your wife, and you're going to have to limit yourself to once a week. But, lady, you're going to have to sacrifice for your husband as you move toward him, as he's seeking to move toward you, because you've got to ante up and and offer yourself once a week to your husband. And so a couple needs to kind of forge what I'm calling a sexual alliance, an equilibrium that works for them. And, by the way, uh, I think that this concept is very biblical. Uh, the Corinthians passage. Uh, well, let me it, read it, it for you because okay. I have it up. I was just going to okay. do that. Uh, Paul in First Corinthians seven, as Tony points out, uh, and I'm reading out of the Net version because they make it a little bit more obvious as to what Paul's is speaking. He says, "Now, now, with regard to the issues you wrote about, the Corinthians had written him a letter, and he's answering back and." Apparently, they had said it's not good for a man to have sexual relationship with a woman. In Corinth, by the way, at the time, there was an aesthetic movement going on where where some of them were, um, I don't know the right way to say it, but they were going outside the bounds of probably what God was requiring of them. And he was trying to correct a lot of things on his side. So he says, uh, because of immoralities, each man should have relations with his own wife, and each woman with her own husband. A husband should give to his wife her sexual rights, and likewise a wife to her husband. It is not the wife who has the rights to her own body, but the husband. And in the same way, it is not the husband who has the rights to his own uh, body, but the wife. Do not deprive each other, except by mutual agreement for a specified time, so that you may devote yourself to prayer. Then... Resume your relationship so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Is that where you were going? Yes, that's it. Yeah. Okay. So. And let me just a disclaimer because uh, you men out there who may be using this verse as a means of like compelling your wife um, 
abusing, I think, the relationship. That's not what Paul is saying. He's speaking to you to allow your, uh, have your body available for your wife, and he's speaking to your wife to allow her body to be available for you, but it is not by compulsion, which could actually turn into a very abusive uh, way of rendering the scripture. So please, please be loving toward one another. And, that, and that's why I think the, this concept of the sexual alliance right. comes and in. I like that. And alliance implies uh, we're working together. Right. We're on the same team here, and we're going to figure out a way that this works that's complementary to both of us, that respects and honors both of us. And by the way, I'll just mention again that if anybody's interested in that particular teaching, I think it's very important I would really encourage every married couple, if you get a chance, the sexual alliance. I think I teach, I, I'm I'm not sure, but I think I have 19 principles of the sexual alliance that I walk through, that I've identified to help a couple establish this working cooperation with each other, this sexual equilibrium, and I try to lay it out, ABC, for a couple to help them uh, establish a healthy, working, functioning sexual alliance that's going to help them be uh, healthier together sexually maybe than they've ever been. Well, this is Jeff, and we are interviewing Tony Ingrassi and his wife, Sherry. So stick with us. We're going to be right back with more. This is a listener-supported broadcast. You can support this ministry by giving online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give or by calling 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. Hi, this is Jeff with Eternal Promises. And you know our central mission here is to proclaim the eternal promise of eternal life through the Lord Jesus Christ and his offering for us the blood that was shed for the forgiveness of sins, the adoption that we have, now that we're sons and daughters of our Father in Heaven. But the only way that we can get the message out and the only way that we can get on these radio stations is by the support of listeners like you. So I'm asking, would you stand with us to be a promise partner? You can go on the website at eternalpromises.org. That's eternalpromises.org. And click the donate button in the upper right-hand corner. And would you stand with us monthly so that not only can we meet our existing obligations, but we can get on more stations nationwide and get the message out so that more people can obtain the eternal promise of eternal life through the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much. To participate in the show, Submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll-free 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, welcome back to the program. This is Jeff with Eternal Promises, and this is an interview with Tony and Sherry Ingrassia with PowerOfPurity.org. It's a fascinating, riveting interview, multi-part uh, series. Uh, it was a long interview, but it's essential that you hear it, and parental discretion is advised. We're going to be talking about sensitive issues, but necessary issues. So here we are, back with Tony and Sherry. What occurs to me to say in this moment is just that I want to encourage people to see and believe and embrace 
the reality that no matter where you're at, if, if you're in the darkest, deepest, most horrible, difficult bondage, addiction, struggle, adultery, no matter where you are, I believe with all my heart that there is a path out of it. There is a path that God has intended for you, a redemptive path from where you are to where God wants to take you. And if you can picture a series of stepping stones, you know, the the, the hardest mile begins with the first step, right? So God will all, I, I like this concept of the next step. God always has a next step. So God will show you a step to take. And then another step, then another step, another step, another step. And as we begin to seek God and follow God and pray to God and determine to pursue God, then I just believe God is going to be faithful to show you that path out of that dark place, out of that addiction, out of that bondage. Well, we've got to leave it right there for today, but we are going to have the rest of this interview over multiple broadcasts. So join us next time. You've been listening to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. On behalf of all of us at Eternal Promises, thank you for listening. And we encourage you to lay hold of God's promises in your life today by loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes, and in Him, amen. This is a listener-supported broadcast, and your prayers and financial support are appreciated. You can support this ministry online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give, or by calling 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. This is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. Eternal Promises Radio is produced by Eternal Promises Ministries. You're listening to Eternal Promises Radio with Jeff Tobler.